Columbine, but after bowling, I went home for some damn adventure time. Yeah, boy, Hello. that's season three right there. That is from Man. Tyler, the creator's song, Yonkers. Okay. All right. I needed the context. I, I'm not aware. I'm not hip. I'm not cool, <laughs> but I love that. That's very cool. Well, welcome, y'all. This is, man, freaking season three, the wrap-up review episode of the Never Ending Adventure podcast. Ned, how do you feel, man? How are you feeling? Good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like 26 weeks is a long time to go through all episodes in a season of a show. And so taking this last weekend, like reabsorbing it all and reprocessing it all and going, oh my gosh, I have it. I didn't realize I didn't think about this episode in like for half a year it's kind of cool to put it all in one nice, neat little package. So I'm your host, no DJ Nettie P. I'm your co-host. Uh, Ned, I think we should say we're both co-hosts. Come on, dude. I'm Russell I'm Tindall. Your- <laughs> What's up? Russ T. And we're here. Uh, man, let's do it. Let's go ahead and introduce. We have a very special guest. You know him. You love him. The one, the only DJ Cowboy Hat. What's up? Well, what a sweet intro. I'm honored. Oh, man. So happy didn't- to be here. We didn't need you jumping in at a random time. And then also we want everybody, he is the mastermind. He is the artistic uh, little flair. He is the sprinkles on our cupcake to this podcast. That is for sure. He, it, would, it would not be doing as well or sounding as well. You, or You were one for three there. I'm the sprinkles. Y'all are the mastermind <laughs> and the artistic <laughs> flair in this. I am the sprinkles. Man, don't don't <laughs> give him all the credit. It is. I twist the knobs. That's about all I do. It's hey. It's, no, it's, it does plenty. And it's not hey. us. It's not even us just like throwing to him right now. He's actually here on the podcast yeah. this well, episode. Well, you guys don't want to see me twist my knobs. That's for sure. So. No, no twisting the knobs. Is no episode, twisting please. up the knobs. No yucking up the It's fun gosh. to be here, too. I miss when we recorded together. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. get, get too nostalgic off the bat, but yeah. I know. It's weird, man. Y'all are both in Atlanta now, and I'm I'm still the only one hanging out in Nashville for some reason. What a fool. What, what a fool. Well, you now have a kick-ass house, which I'm, That I don't own. Because... That you don't, that you you don't know, own, but that's still like... Millennials. Awesome. It's impossible. <laughs> But that's not what this podcast is. We're not talking about real estate, dude. We are here to catch up a little bit because it is the season three. If you are just checking out this podcast for the first time, like the season reviews are typically pretty chill, pretty laid back, all loosey-goosey, but we're going to have some fun. We're going to go through our favorite episodes, our favorite songs, and maybe some other favorite things and, and least favorite things of this season. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd say the the big thing we're doing it's it's always fun to like rehash back through like favorite episodes and favorite songs. But the big thing is like uh, what I get the most out of these episodes is like a health check. Like it's a long yeah. show. It's a lot to go through. It's a lot of characters, and always kind of getting uh, a pulse on where we're at with the development of the show. And the first two seasons re- reviews were gr- good, but it was like. I still felt that in the last two seasons, these season reviews, I was still trying to convince you that this was like cool and world building <laughs> and canon. And and yeah. now I think you're ending this season with like, holy shit, I want more. Like, give me more. 
I do want more. And just to lead into like how I felt about this season, Ned, when I went back through and I rewatched the season for that for this review, essentially. And, and again, if you're new to the show, like I've never seen this before. So every time we record, it's my first time checking it out. The first 10 episodes, minus maybe the first one, because I can kind of do without it. Yeah, it's not my least yeah. favorite, but the first like nine episodes after the first one hit so hard bat to bat to bat to bat to back. And I was really shocked that some of them didn't even make my top 10. I was like, yeah, these are great freaking episodes and three of them, four of them, including episode one of season three, were not in my top 10 episodes. It's crazy. Yeah. It it is a good I mean, it's a good thing to point out that the season starts so strong and then you're really sucked in, but they they don't make the tops. They're very good standalone adventure time episodes with really good little moments of humor, but not many of them. I, I aside maybe from Fiona and Cake will really like stand the test of the rest of the show. I guess they're they're fun yeah. stories. They're good adventures. You can tell that the writers by this point, and and I think I said this back at the beginning of recording. You can tell they're just in a freaking groove at this point. You know, yeah, oh, they it's totally almost are. flowing naturally for them. Yeah, this season two was like a a high point for the songs of the show. Yeah, that was probably the biggest takeaway. Like Rebecca Sugar and some of the other songwriters just really crushed it this season mm-hmm. with all the different tunes that they wrote. And I, I'm really pumped actually to to talk about all that. But maybe we should kick it off and uh, go through our favorite episodes. Is that how we yeah, want to start a, off this season review? It's a good place to start it off. Yeah, just yeah. With just solid. Now I've got top five and some runner ups. I don't know how you labeled yours. Uh, I did top 10 and we don't have to spend a lot of time, you know, we reviewed each one of these episodes individually. So I don't want to spend forever on the ones that are outside of the top five for both of us. I've um, got a top five and it's a tie for fourth place. Okay. Oh, I can, yeah. I, okay. Can do, I can do with that. Well, I'll just run through 10 through six and stop me if yeah. I hit one of yours. Okay. So 10 for me was no one can hear you. Uh, fear the deer. If you're out there. Also, so wait, uh, hold on. 10 being your least favorite. 10 being, yeah. no, this is top 10. But yeah, right. at least favorite of the top oh, 10, okay. certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fear the Deer, Hobo Jake, great stuff. Number six, or number nine, thank you, the Snow Golem. I think we're going to have to stop there because I'm sure that's got to be in one of y'all's top five. Yeah, right? that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of my number one. Of this no number two. way. My number yeah. two. Uh, I'm Peace sorry. Well. All right, well. Yeah, that, I mean, we'll, we'll get to it when we talk about my number yeah. one. Let's and wait, wise, let's wait. But yeah, it made it made your top 10 to say the wow. least, which I would have been surprised had it not. It was the most Dude. refreshing episode of Adventure Time, like, mm-hmm. to date. Not the best, yeah. but it was the most, like, palate-cleansing episode I've seen of the show. It, it's wow. the one I would for sure show someone if I told them the show had a lot of heart in it and they had never seen the show, you couldn't show them almost anything but that one and be like, you can go into that one organically and just like soak it all up. Maybe I need to rethink this. I mean, y'all might have, y'all might be well, on to something. I like me, it a lot, but I just didn't your, think of it like your that. Aid. Like, don't, don't tell me your eight is my number two. Uh, it, I don't, the creeps is my number eight. I wouldn't think that would be your number two. It's not my number two. It's just great, dude. You got BMO when he states uh, that Finn's always pulling pranks. 
when bad things happen, or to Jake, he's talking to Jake. It's not like uh, mm-hmm. that really he isn't deep. pulling a, yeah, he isn't pulling a prank. When bad mm-hmm. things happen, I know you want to believe that they are or that they are a joke, but sometimes life is scary and dark. And that's just why, or that's why we must find the light. Ah, I found it. You know, such a great yeah. moment. It, Was that on your top five? It's Michael. Yeah, it's it's in my top five, actually. I, I, I love am, the I, I I just to help the listeners understand my perspective. I've I watched a, more than this show before, like a year ago, when we first started this podcast. I haven't watched any since three days ago, and I binged this season in preparation for this episode. <laughs> so I'm going to be kind of looking around my notes. Uh, just on the note of creepy, this episode took a leap. You know, it was like Stranger Things season four. Not quite as insane of a jump, but like we're getting a yeah. little bit more yeah. adult here. The music grew up. The intensity definitely was dialed up a little bit. So I've got two uneasy and creepy written down to ne- next to both the deer episode, which was like made my like stomach yeah, turn for some reason. One. That one was just uneasy. Yeah. And then you're talking about the one when it's raining, bad things happen. Yes, I that's episode yeah. twelve. I'm I'm on the same page again. Season three, episode twelve, the creeps. Not my yeah, top. Not with my the top real six. ghost. It just feels like a clue mystery. Ned, you said it's in your top mm-hmm. five. Yeah, it is in my top five. Yeah, it's it, it, for this one, and I guess just maybe a longtime fan of the show. Uh, I don't know. It just it stands out to me as a very enjoyable episode. Yeah, dude, I, I get it, man. I mean, it's a fantastic episode, truly. Okay, keep going. Now you're on seven. Yes. <laughs> now I'm on seven. Wizard battle, season three, episode eight. Wizard battle. Mm-hmm. Amazing that was actually my number. That was my number seven too. So okay, good. Like, Dude, exactly the same. It's fantastic, right? Like it's such a fun episode. It's a little weird because PB's like all about getting a kiss. Like what's she doing there? But Abraka Daniel is just such a lovely. Um, everyone's favorite cantrippy, uh, cantrip Can't using trippy. penis boy. She was you know? all about getting the kiss because I my question for that was why is the prize a kiss? She's all about it, dude. Yeah, I don't know why the prize is you, a kiss, but she's all about it. You know she wanted to be there. <laughs> like she wasn't. I, I'll take your word for it. There. Oh my gosh, uh, Princess Slutty Gum. Oh my gosh! All right, number <laughs> number six for me, season three, episode twenty six, Incendium. Oh, made number six. Okay, solid, solid. I like it. Number five so, for me. Okay, there you go. Now, what was yours? You said it was number two. No, so Incendium didn't make my top eight. Okay. Um, so even though I was like really, I, I, I hyped up the season for Incendium the whole way. Um, it didn't make my top eight. Um, it's more cause I, when I actually went back and rewatched it, I actually only wanted that episode because of what it leads to in season four, episode one. Ah, um, gotcha. So it's, it's more of like similar to Holly Jolly secrets part one. And then part two is really great. It's kind of, I think, just a, a, a springboard to yeah. And and weirdly enough, you know, like as much as the all gummed up inside song is great, like it's not my favorite song of the season too. So it it just kind of just fell out of my top eight at the end of the day. Wow, Michael, why why is it your number five? Why? Well, why is I guess it top technically five it's six because I had a okay. tie for fourth. I thought we were only doing top five. Um, I just, I don't know. I think. Yeah. The seeing Finn like with those just raw teenage emotions at the very end, like just like the flip. He's like, oh, no another doubt. pretty girl. Yeah. That one works too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I, I, I found have, that. 
I get it, man. I have written down the songs are incredible. I love All Gummed Up Inside and uh, oh, all... absolutely. Top four songs, top three songs for me. Absolutely. All Jake's, I, I called it Jake's Ed Sheeran song. Oh, yeah. All Wormed <laughs> Up Inside is pretty solid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Finn's Unrequited Love for PB and a new Spark. Wink. You know, it's pretty great. Mm. It's a good episode. Um, my, se- or my number five, season three, episode nine, Adventure Time with Fiona and Cake. Mm, that's my number six. I think that's, that fits right where it needs to be. Really great introduction to those characters. Um, a really great episode, even as a stand. Like, it's a really, if you had just put Finn and Jake in that situation, it would have been a great episode. Um, but then yeah. they did really good. They switched the gender roles, and you know, Cake was a little bit more like the sassy older sister. Yeah, I think overall was so great, but didn't necessarily make it to my top five at that point, too. Yeah, it's it's really interesting to see from the mindset of Ice King what he does. He creates a competent Ice Queen. He also has the Finn character get turned down by the Princess Bubblegum character. There's a lot of consistencies and inconsistencies, mm-hmm. and it's it's just fun to pick apart. Like, why would Ice King do that? Why would he write that? Why would he write that he loses in the end still? Yeah. You know, well, that, I, I love it. It's it's really because this one is such it's such a simple story, like go on a date, get invited to the ball, fight the Ice Queen, and the battle's done. The yeah. Fiona and Cake story through the rest of the show gets so confusing, and they put so many, like, pretty much all of our theoretically speakings could could be about Fiona and Cake for the rest of the season. Um, mm. they really do a cool job of working that into the canon of the show without ever actually giving you a, a solid answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it, man. I, I was a little bummed that we didn't get to talk about this one this season, but to be fair, I think the girls did a way better job than we they, could have done. They did do a great job. That was yeah. a fun episode of the podcast. Yeah, I know my, well, yeah, Mike had to do uh, all different like vocal tunings for that whole episode. Did you know that was happening? I can't remember if we told you that we were going to do that or not. With the, uh, just with having the girls do it. I don't think this time, no, no, not this time. Man, these, it's, it's kind of funny. These are like what? This would be like 15 weeks ago or something, yeah. if not yeah, four yes. weeks Forever ago. ago. Like but I think four or four months this ago. This time, I remember texting y'all, like, the girls are crushing it or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, all right. On to number four for me, season three, episode five, Too Young is my number four episode of the season. Oh, it does do, lim- I mean, I love me some lemon grab. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, it didn't make it didn't make my top oh. eight either, but um, really, yeah, it was it was a good one. I don't know. I I think back now as I kind of the more I have a reason behind my top five, I realize why it didn't make my top five. Okay, um, yeah, there's some better, and it's more because I know there's some better lemon grab episodes coming down the road. Yeah, That's why do fair. you like lemon grab? That might be yeah, not the right question you... for right now. I've ooh, oh, we're gonna on, get dude. no, no, no really? save it, save it because there's some really deep thoughts I have all right. behind well, lemon grab in the future, and I don't want to spill them all on this on this episode. As as the new guy to the show, I'll just say, I mean, it's PB's first experiment gone wrong. 
the Earl mm-hmm. of Lemongrab, I think he needs redemption. I love Justin Roiland. It is such a fun episode. You get young PB, which is cool to see how she interacts with Finn as a, a young person. Um, and the ending is just so fantastic. This song, Finn's getting dumped, and then Jake has this terrible bad advice metaphor and the beautiful backgrounds, and then PB turning Finn away and saying, that was like five years ago. It's it's a fun little ride at the end there. I really enjoyed that episode. Good. Not, there, not to say I didn't enjoy it. Like, not to say because it's not in my top episodes, I didn't enjoy it or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, of course. It's more because maybe the thing that kicked it out of my tops of this season was that like, the end of season two ended with her becoming 13. And then they wait five episodes into this season to like reintroduce the fact that like she's Finn's age and they're like kind of hitting it off. And then it's just over. And I was like, man, that was a huge end to season two. Yeah. And they almost, I, I just don't think they explored young people. I agree. Like they could have done three, four episodes about it and then, I, I totally and then gotten to too young, you know? Yeah, no, no, no doubt. That's why it's not top three for me. It's up yeah. there, but what about you, Ned? Do you want to go? Have we t- have we covered your five and four? No. So my my six, seven, eight are Fiona Cake, Wizard Battle, and weirdly number eight for me was Holly Jolly Secrets Part Two. Um, just because the the Simon reveal at the end snuck it into my top ten. Wow. Um, that yeah, in the final season, the final part with them making it Christmassy and wearing sweaters and the whole like Shelby outro was, it was fun. It was fun. Number five for me was dad's dungeon. Yeah, dude. Great episode. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say that's just from your top tens list just in your top three. It's I'm not sure. in my top 10. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's such a no. great episode. Dad's dungeon. The- so as much dungeon as we is better than that dungeon, the original dungeon episode is ori- way better than dad's original dungeon. dungeon is better than this one. Absolutely. I will give you that, but it made it in my top five. I thought it was that sweet spot of our gung ho Finn that we've been talking about for so long, uh, diving headlong into stuff. And we see him hit this, this point where Joshua's words deflate him like more than we've seen Finn deflated to yeah. this point in the show. And like, yeah, maybe, maybe princess Bubblegum in the episode right after Daz dungeon is more deflated than this. But, um, <laughs> I thought between that, between building his relationship with Finn, like with Jake and Finn and like in that episode and how much Jake kind of steps in, I got more out of it this time watching it. Um, and I love, I mean, I think in just terms of like the sequences and the animation, that last scene with him fighting the, what he, crystal demon, whatever you want to call it, was, is yeah. epic. So it is that was so my epic. number five. And number four for me is the creeps. Yeah. Okay. Man, I, you know, I hate that dad's dungeons out of my top 10 looking back yeah, on it, but that, I stand by what I did. Maybe the most shocking thing I'll hear tonight. Michael, what were your <laughs> number four and number five? Um, so I put wizard battle and Fiona and cake at tied mm. for fourth. Um, but that's, you know, kind of like four and five. Um, yeah. it just fun episodes of pure adventure time stuff, even, and you know, Fiona and cake is as much canon as anything. Mm-hmm. As I guess we'll come to find out. Um, and the last episode was technically my number five, just with, 
I don't know. Yeah, setting up. I, I I haven't even seen season four that I really, I, I think I've seen very little bits of it, but I could just feel the like slingshot. Yeah. Well, it, it makes me more excited because Russell loved the kind of the, the, what we talked about in season one, where we wish it had ended on mortal folly. And then season two had gone into mortal recoil mm-hmm. and like how they wish we wish they had kind of split those two specials up. Um, And that's what the end of the season does is it does incendium and then it jumps into season four with hot to the touch. And it's kind of like a two-parter episode. That's great. I'm super pumped to begin season four. Um, Do we want to go into the top three? Who wants to lead it off? Russell, you lead it off. All right. My top three, my number three is season three, episode three, memory of a memory. What? We haven't mentioned it yet. Is that your number one, Ned? No. It, I had a Marceline episode as my number three, but not Memory of a Memory. Do you not like Memory of a Memory? I I like it, but... That's with Hitman, some, right? No, that's... Um, no, that's when, Hitman. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Hitman is Hitman. I, then I wrote it down wrong. I, memory of a Memory is the one where we go into Marceline's mind. We get the fries reference. We get... Buff baby, oh. Ben dancing now, around in the bathroom. If my note hadn't been incorrect, that would have probably made my top three or four. Dang. Dude, we had child <laughs> Marceline. Get. We get the look back on the world post the war. Yeah. Uh, Ash's hungies at eight o'clock. I mean, come on. It's, I, I mean, I think maybe it's because Ash made it not in my top five. But like, he's a good antagonist. I think that's what I like it because antagonist. he's a good antagonist. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But all right, go to your number two. My number two is season three, episode twenty, Holly Jolly Secrets Part Two. Number I'm, two. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. really surprised that it wasn't higher up on your list, man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, I, Simon was... Patrikov's background is so fascinating. The crown, the way he describes Betty, looking at him with such contempt. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot about that I really love. We find out that Ice King is a human, and it's like, okay, what does this mean for Finn and, Finn and uh, Ice King's relationship moving forward? Will Finn pursue him more as a friend or get to know him more, try and bring back the old Simon somehow? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have empathy for Ice King now a little bit more, way more oh, than yeah, I did I after the end of, of season more, two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think more. I hated him, right? He was my most punchable character at some point. Yeah, I think that you even through the first... 15 episodes of the show where like, I'm not going to like this show because of the ice King, because he's yeah. such a weird antagonist and he's really not. Now we know, you know, I, I, thought, I like him more. Yeah. I thought kind of differently about this episode. It didn't make my top five, but it made my like favorite moments, fl- favorite things about adventure mm-hmm. time. Does that make okay. any sense? Like yeah, I had other no, more totally. fun episodes, I think, but I'm right there with you with just like your, your three and two or, you know, really hard, explaining backstories of some important characters and that's that's what the show is all about and that's true episode even picks up right where the last one left off you know that doesn't happen a lot in adventure time so that's see mm -hmm. that last one the one prior the holly jolly secrets part one isn't even my in my top 10 no no it's 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 a total setup episode it's a total like they had a full 30 minute segment on Cartoon Network. So they were going to do a special two parter. And they so, just kind of want that left turn. They want, they want you to be going down the saying, oh, fun episode, whatever. Simon Petrikov, holy crap, what is happening moment. Now, and I think it really leads into a great moment 
And Gunter is great in that episode. And I just love, I mean, a good Christmas time episode is really fun, but it's really special to me because it's not related to Christmas at all. It's just its own thing, you know? Well, I can tell you why this didn't like, I definitely see why as a first time watcher being like, this is like probably the biggest reveal the show's done yet. And and the biggest like, oh my gosh, we have so much more to do to dig into on what's happening in this like post-apocalyptic type scenario here. We do in season four, the second to last episode of season four is an episode called I Remember You, which gets really into the history of pretty much right after the Mushroom Wars and Simon Petrikoff. So that's why I think, I think because I know more about what's going to happen this one's that moment was really fun, but the episode was a little less influential on me. Yeah, through this okay. watch through, yeah. No, I can appreciate then, that. That leads us to your number one. Oh man, my number one season three episode ten. What was missing is mm. such an obvious number one pick for me. I for, yeah. it's got to be. Where's it on your list, Dad? It's number, number two for me. Two. Yeah. It's number two. Yeah, absolutely. Michael, what about yourself? My first note on this show is this show is an acid trip. That's and, and I didn't mean it in any kind of bad way. I was like, this show's so crazy. Um, it it did make my uh, top three. It was number three, and I just yeah. Marcy wrote one of the coolest songs in the whole show that will ever she did. probably be. Written. I I still think every time I see posts and things about Adventure Time, Marcy's song. I'm just your problem is is one of the songs in the show that defines the show. Like yeah. literally every time you hear about like the uh, Marceline Princess Bubblegum relationship, every time you see kind of like a preview, they, they'll play. And Olivia Olsen's got a fantastic voice. And she does. They, I think this is the first time that it feels like they let her off the leash to write something or sing something at like, full capacity too. Yeah, because I believe it was Rebecca Sugar who wrote it. And I, I just yeah. love the improvisational feeling tone of that song. Like, what, you don't like that? Or do you just not like me? Like there's, mm-hmm. like you said, so much emotion there. Sorry, from I don't treat you like a actors. goddess. <laughs> yeah, dude. My, yeah. my four reasons, this is my number one, is first off, Jake is amazing the, full, the whole episode. You know, his his quote of, I know what was missing talent. I'm getting out of here. You hacks, talentless <laughs> yeah. hacks. Like who I'd has say, it felt uh, that way about a band? The songs are great, <laughs> but J- but Jake is far and away my favorite part of that episode. Yeah. And then PB and Marceline's conflict and resolution throughout the whole episode. My third reason is Marceline is just there to hang out. She didn't even have anything stolen by the door Lord. She just wanted to chill and yeah. be a part of what's going on. And I love that for, Marceline's character. Yeah, that she has a softer side. Yeah, she's she we haven't seen as much of her softer side, maybe except for the Daddy You Ate My Fries song, but to show that she is troubled and just wants friends. Thousand years old and and just wants to chill, you know. Yeah, totally. It's that's why it's my number one. All right. So we go into my top three now. Yeah, let's do it. I've got an underdog in my top three. And it's because, I don't know, it's just the way that the humor came off in the episode and they did a really good job with like s- the setting of the episode was Marceline's Closet made it my number three. Wow. I 
I don't know why I love that episode. I think it's just hilarious. I think the humor is very relatable. I think they take a very broad universe and they pack it into a room and they have like adolescent humor, you know, shit you do at your house when you picking your nose and flicking your butt buggers everywhere. Like, <laughs> you know, um, so that's my number three. Great. I episode. get it, man. Balloon music. It's really the future. It's, balloon it's, the, music. Fu- it's the future, man. Uh, number two <laughs> for me was what was missing. Um, yeah, easy, easy in the top three of this season. I think anybody would say that. And then number one was thank you, just because overall, when when, when you do look at the show from a thousand foot view, this episode, I mean, this thank you could fit into one of the best creative things that the Adventure Time like Adventure Time show put out. Which one was thank you? I don't have the titles. It was the, right. the Snow Golem and the Firewolf. Yeah. 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 Yep, that's solid. So, yeah, that's my top three. Mike, what do you got for top three? Um, three was episode 10, Marcy's song. I, and I said that, you know, Finn, Finn's song had some soul too, but it didn't have the same grit as Marcy's song. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just, I was like floored when that started. That was really cool. Um, number two was Thank You with the Snow Golem and the, the Fire Puppy. Like, that was uh, just such a nice episode to mm-hmm. watch. Um, and refreshing. Yeah, it's it's um, nice when an episode as as simple and as like kind of silly as Adventure Time is, something restores your faith in humanity. And like <laughs> the fact that it's the fact that a snow golem could restore your faith and be like, man, pe- people can be good people. Like that's that's a great aspect to like a silly kids show, you know. Plus, it's great whenever a TV show subverts their typical narrative and just goes in a different direction mm. with an episode. It feels good. It feels really good, that whole episode. Yeah, I can't believe, I could be remembering wrong, but I can't believe this next one didn't make y'all's tops. Um, uh, Episode 25, the second to last episode, where uh, Jake and Finn gets the red sword and stabs. Yeah. Dungeon, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so Dad's Dungeon was was my number five. That's my number five. Okay, yeah. Um, That was my number one of the whole season. I just... Jake's power is insane and he used it like he actually used it this episode. Um, he turned into a cheetah farting like that was amazing. <laughs> and then, you know, he farted on the sirens. They called them the witches or something, but they were they were yeah, sirens. The sirens. They were, yeah. you know, luring yeah, the, them in. The Wario fart. <laughs> right. He farted on them and they like passed out and fell to their deaths or something. And then he beatboxed the hype message for Finn while he was fighting the uh the monster. It was just it was perfect and it was epic and I loved it. Yes, Michael, were it, were those witches your sexiest character of the season? I mean, you're lying to yourself if you say they're not, right? <laughs> My they're, sexiest character goes to Banana Man. Banana oh, Man. Yeah. What? <laughs> We're gonna get asexual about this, then. Banana. <laughs> We're gonna get asexual about it. Ned, I was um, really bummed out. You said Banana Man. Someone pointed out to me in a comment or responding to a post that I made recently. Uh, Tim Garyan, he's a follower on Instagram. Banana Man is voiced by Weird Al, and we what? didn't mention that. Oh, we totally missed that. Oh my gosh, he's voiced by Weird Al, dude. That yeah, like. I d- I don't know I'm how so that annoyed like, at myself. went over our heads. That's so fun. Dude, that's I, it awesome. makes me love Banana Man. That's that's why Banana Man's amazing. Oh yeah. yeah. 
Oh yeah. Come on. (laughs) Moving it. Moved it. (laughs) Whatever. He's so great. So I have another little, a little factoid. I looked up one person who came in as a special voice for this. It was the fire King. Do you guys know who that was? Yeah. We talked about, so we talked about that one. In the episode, the the last, yeah, the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. It was the president from Rick and Morty. And that's Andre Brower. He's the he's the head chief oh, yeah. in uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Wait. Oh, was, no. I don't think. No. Wait. No. 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 Was that not? No. That, that's it's not, not him. him. Oh no, man, think, we're I, gonna have to. Someone's no, gonna the, have to edit all this out. It's the president from Rick and Morty. Oh, my. No, it's it's very similar though. But um, I did. Yeah, I did some digging when I looked into the Fire King. Davids. Yeah, he he's the president man. in Rick and Morty, and then all of his other voice acting is. A lot of like anime style and cartoon style shows, but um, I was way off, yeah. but I was kind of close at the same time. Like you I are kind of close. I thought that was his voice <laughs> when I heard it, and I immediately looked up who that actor was based on the other shows that I know. Mm. But I, you know. well, my my sexiest character actually this season was Warrior Princess. Ooh, yeah. Well, she didn't make it my sexiest character because she has an episode where like. She has an episode later on where Finn and her have like a little five minute fling kind of okay. going on, and okay. that she gets my sexist character. Then, like, she's right. she's really cool. So I don't blame you, but I'm saving that. I'm saving that. All right, we'll see. I, I'm excited. That makes me excited for when we get to that part. Well, on this well, topic, what's what's your? I've got just like we don't have to dissect them as much, but three worst episodes or worst episodes of the season. I only have one. I have one singular worst episode of the season. I didn't feel like I needed I to spend... I can guess what it is. ...too much time diving into it. I mean, of course. Well, season it's three, mo- episode 23, Another Way. The Clowns, Oh, yeah, dude. was your least favorite? I could not agree more. The freaking oh Clowns, That's my worst Are favorite as well. Me? They're horrifying clowns. They that. suck. That oh, whole episode, I'm never watching that again. And the my way thing, like I just didn't like all of it. It was just well, kind of aggressive. I was on board with you guys until we had a viewer come in. The Traveler's Log, the, yeah. The Traveler's Log talk It was really about great. How that was kind of a very interesting development with Finn of, of realizing that, you know, other people are going to have a way laid out that they're going to say this is the way and that you have to find your own way. And sometimes that can border on the realm of aggressive and that can border on the realm of subservient. And you have to find something that like is your way. So I was like, man, okay, I've never looked at that episode through that perspective. And it opened up a new light. For That's me. good. So it didn't make my worst. I think the worst of the season was the monster with uh, LSP when she just hides in the windmill yeah, that was like the very up. best, you know. Yeah. Very forgettable. It's very forget. Like again, like you, it's. I say it's the worst. It's like the least amount of storyline. It's an episode driven by Finn and Jake. Like they're the main characters in the episode, going on the adventure, and nothing. It just nothing happens. Um, so that was I bet, like. I agree. Yeah. It, I agree. It's forgettable, but how can it compete with foot fetish clowns? I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I, they were. To be honest just, with y'all. I didn't watch either of those two episodes. I watched every other episode this season and didn't watch those two on mm-hmm. purpose. That's amazing. I don't blame you. But I, I did have a second. I had a a secret one that I watched again, and it somehow becomes one of my least favorite episodes of this season. I have no idea why. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
but more Tory taste salad yeah salad Thomas. Yeah, you don't the like it? Gladiator. No, it just I it, there's something about it. I don't know if it's the setting. I don't know if it's 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 Jake being very season two, Jake. The whole like, I'm not gonna yeah. care, I'm not gonna help Finn. Jake, I think, has developed enough and, and it's very early on in season three, so I it makes a little bit more sense. But Jake's such a more like in-depth and caring about Finn character. To where I don't, I just don't think it fits Jake's characteristics. But really great weird. song though. Uh, on a tropical yeah, island, putting on, on lotion, sitting by the is, ocean, rubbing on my great. body, rubbing on my body. Come on, it's a good song. Um, it's a good song. It's a good song. It, it just it kind of hits. It does. It does solidify the fact that Finn does have plans, and I do appreciate that. Um, that he's like a good plan maker. He's a good adventurer because he's got kind of like step Z before he does step A. And that's very different from season one and two, Finn. Um, it really did make me wonder if that was going to be a big theme of this season is Finn making plans, plans and, and yeah. Jake not going with the plans. And other than the episode with the banana man, where it's m- more so a question of uh, beliefs than anything. Yeah, morality. Where and- Jake doesn't go with Finn's plan, but it's not necessarily the same thing. You know, it's, it's a much different uh, concept for an episode. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm fine with it. It's not in my top 10, but it's a fine no. episode. Well, well, what you mentioned is a good segue into what I think season three is all about as a show, as the whole, as, as what we're going to get out of season three is just development. We want to talk about development of the world, development of the characters and development of where we're at before we go into season four. Yeah. And so it's a good point to to bring up about Jake what we see with Jake's development through season three. And what I see is a lot of through season one, we had a lot of like, uh, and one and two, a lot of J- like Jake centered episodes where he's doing something. And then Finn centered episodes where he's doing something. And then Jake would be like, I don't care. You know, I just have a little baby, baby man body. And I, I see some development with Jake going through that. He's like, caring a little bit more he's a little bit more watchful over finn but and and the big one with i see with development in his character is at the new frontier like what you just brought up that he we realize that jake has matured enough to the point in in where he really like the difference between him and finn is he has this it's okay to die mentality and i think we all kind of hit that maybe at a later age but Finn's not there yet. And that's a oh, huge, yeah, that was... huge part of season three. Yeah. But honestly, I've come in and out of that feeling of being okay with that. So <laughs> the coming to it terms is something with your morality. To learn, like, yeah. yeah, you've definitely had moments in your life. Like maybe I was scarred oh, as no a middle doubt. schooler when someone told me the world was going to end in 2012. But like, I feel like there's several moments in your life where you have to realize that death is a real thing. Even if it's not close, you have to come to terms with it. And Jake seemed like he was kind of preaching that to Finn. Like, even if this is in 100 years, you're going to have to accept it. Yeah. This was a a theme I had for this season was existential themes just in general. And and in that, within that, how people deal with that and what is reality, what is not reality of the afterlife of Ooh which we got a little bit more into as well in season two, but we heard about glob worshipers this season. We had the ghost episode where we got to see, you know, ghost princess saying until I discovered the cause of my death, my soul 
can't ascend to the 50th dev world. Uh, and then we had, and the traveling or the episode with Banana Man, I can't even think of the name of it on the top of my head. The destiny question between Finn thinking that we have a choice, but he's terrified of the mention of the opposite of what he believes. And then Jake, who doesn't think that we have a choice, but totally accepts his fate and is totally okay with death. It's really some fascinating themes for a, for a, you know, a kid's show. It's crazy. Yeah. I, well, and I think all those themes are very much like what describes Finn's development in this season. Um, we see a lot more Finn being afraid of stuff and kind of like what you just said, like fear of like more, your, the, your own mortality and all that stuff. Like, he has a fear of his best friend dying. He sees the fear and the pain of diving into relationships, not just like having a crush. Like there's actually like feelings that are on the chopping block. Um, his experience with Joshua and dad's dungeon, I think hits the soft spot that he never knew existed. Yeah. And then, and it's just like, there's a lot more complexity. And and I, I love that because... Yeah, like it's it's showing not only that Finn is experiencing this, but the show is going to break into that stuff over yeah. like the course of like it's it's opening up those little doors of like, hey, like you think this is just a fun and colorful show, but you're gonna you're gonna uh, question your own mortality after you watch <laughs> this episode, and you're gonna question whether or not you made relationship mistakes after this episode. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But the the development of relationships was the other way that you could go with some of that too. Yeah. And this season you have Finn, Jake, and Joshua's development a little bit in Dad's Dungeon. And I tried to keep these only to what I thought was like important development of relationships. So then you had PB and Marceline and what was missing, mm-hmm. PB and Finn and the episodes Too Young, what was missing, Anne and Sidium. You had PB and all of her followers and Too Young and also in From Bad to Worse. You had PB and me, uh, me meaning myself and every episode that she's in because I just don't know how I feel about her. <laughs> exactly. Um, You're not supposed you, to know how you feel about her. You have Ice King and Finn and still and then also in Holy Jolly Secrets Part 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And Very Finn complex and relationship Flame Princess there. is the new relationship that we're introduced to. I mean, doesn't that go to show that, like, the older you get that all relationships aren't black and white? That the fact that you have so many different characters that have such a different history and and so many friends that have such different life experiences that childhood's great because you you can put everything in one to five different buckets of, like, this is my sports friend. This is my, uh, like, in class friend. This is, and then when life develops and when you become more developed, like you have to realize that relationships becomes, they become way more complex than that. And that's a really cool part of this show that I couldn't have even told you. That's something to think about in the first place, but that's a very cool theme in this entire show is uh, like maturing relationships. And what does that look like? Yeah. And it, I mean, I it gets that. really, it gets really intense when it comes, when we really lean on like Finn's dad and father relationships in general. But this season showed like, yeah, like this whole thing going on between PB and Marcy is, we don't get any history of that, but we realize it's super complex and it creates like emotions between them that 
if you hadn't experienced something like that, like it'd almost be hard to relate to that episode, what was missing, because you'd be like, what are they arguing about? Why are they being like bitchy towards each other? Like, um, yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a cool way to introduce that there's not black and white. There's not, you know, bucket A, bucket B, bucket C relationships. Um, and that everybody you got to love in their own very unique individual way. That's awesome. Well, I, I love to get into, we've talked so much already. I mean, I feel like we've already spoiled our, our favorites of this, but let's do our top yeah. songs. Okay, uh, we'll do two. Yeah, top songs is a good one. Is there any There's like one song? Dark, I, I've got three. I think me and Ned both chose top three songs. Okay. I've got a runner-up fourth, which is, a, which is an underdog. Yeah, start with the underdog. I want to I want to hear the the dark horse songs first. My underdog one is the beginning of the monster when they're sitting outside the treehouse with Bimo, and he's like, and the song ends with like, "I'm a boy who'll stick his stick into your eye," and I say, "Why, why, 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 why?" I love for some reason. I think that's a great little song episode six right uh we're finn and jake i think is what it's called yeah it's like what no 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 we're finn and jake it just um, reminds me of like that early red hot chili peppers i think i talked about it on that episode but it has that fun kind of rhythm and then a rap on top of it it's, yeah it's pretty good it's a good song i like it only um, you could find a way to compare uh, a kid's show <laughs> impromptu <laughs> song to your favorite band. Uh-huh. I'm going to do it for every one of these songs. I'm going to try my darndest to try. This and also gather. sounds like Red Hot Chili Peppers because of. <laughs> we'll do we'll do a whole special episode of every song in Adventure Time and how it compares to which Chili Pepper song. Yeah, and yeah. Flea's sitting over there. Just like, if we honestly, well, yeah, I hear it. Who we on y'all? They're both in the key of C. And they had the same tempo as the third song on the first album, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was actually tracking actually for a second. I was like, man, like, you did the research or you <laughs> sat down at a keyboard and you figured yeah, this so out. <laughs> poo pooey on both of you. Um, no. But my, my real top three, and I'm just going to go through them quick. It's, it's number okay. three is What Am I to You from What Was Missing, the like Finn song. Oh, number man. two was Buff Baby. I'm a buff baby that could dance like a man was my number two. And number one was I'm Just Your Problem, an obvious yeah. choice for the season. Wow. I, I that's, that's Marceline's song, right? Yeah, it's yes. Marcy's yes. song. Of course. And two of those being from the same episode, What Was Missing, which uh, is so it was a, It's fantastic. an episode about music. It's hard not to have your best It's hard not to like it. One. Yeah. And both of those relate to Red Hot Chili Peppers songs in a way uh, that I just can't even explain. It's just so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> in comparison to uh, some songs somewhere on, just, on just, an album. It, it's when the bass leads it all, you know, it's just the bass <laughs> got to lead the whole thing. <laughs> what? Am I to you? No. So my number three was from uh, season three, episode nine, Oh Fiona, which is sung by Gumball mm. and it's Neil Patrick Harris voicing Gumball, which I don't know if I knew because I didn't do deep research into that episode until looking through all of this, but I can I just, see it so, so obviously long. now too. It's so great. It's like I love the length of that song because most songs in the show are maybe eight to sixteen bars, but that one goes on for longer than that, and it yeah. doesn't feel like it took up too much time, uh, and it doesn't feel rushed. It's a great melody. The silhouette, I'll never forget it. That part is just—it's great. It's phenomenal. 
Yeah. Um, and it, it puts a staple in the song. It, it gives you that moment to breathe when the song's playing. And that's, I think that's why we did love what was missing in this season yeah. is it's, they do a song where the, the whole scene in the, in that episode is like built around the song, you know? And I, I noticed I uh, doing research for Ophiona, just looking into that song a little bit. There was something on the Wikipedia that said it's implied and come along with us that the first few lines of the song are something that Simon once said to Betty. And Ooh. that alone. Oh, I didn't even. Makes, dude, yeah. That makes that top three without having to know oh, what the rest I of the did. song is. Oh, oh, you just hit my heartstrings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two, season two, episode 10, I'm just your problem. And the, the next one's going to be from that. I mean, we've, we've gotten over it and why it's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the drop of sorry, I don't treat you like a goddess is just such an amazing punch to the throat. <laughs> yeah. I, that's like t- it's the top lyric. I don't really care where you look. That's a kind of a sick way to open a song. Yeah. Like, yeah. That just, the that, improvisational tone so good. I want to hear Phoebe Bridgers sing that. Oh my god! Yeah, Phoebe Bridgers on that would be <laughs> phenomenal. Boy Genius, let's get her and and the other girls they from Boy Genius together. They should just cover that song. That would be oh, sick. That would, that would <laughs> hey yeah, bust that out in a concert. That would be awesome. Yeah, uh, my number one is my best friends in the world, which is Finn's song. Um, I, it took my number one place. I like I'm just your problem, but there's something about again the length of my best friends in the world and the way that it flows. And how epic all the shots are. It feels very much like a music video the whole time he's singing that. He's looking up and you have the, the lights in the background. It's gotten dark mm. outside. There's something about my best friends in the world that I just really love. Whenever yeah, I, Finn does something musical, it's the pure just point of music of like, he has no musical talent, quote unquote, but he he does music. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, mm-hmm. does it because no, totally, it's yeah. a human thing to do? Whoa. He's like Finn in that song, working out his feelings for everyone around him, all his friends. He's trying to figure out in his mind out loud what he feels, what he's thinking. Like, what am I to you guys? What am I to Jake? Like, are y'all even my friends? Like, I just enjoyed when we hung out and we shared ramen and we were just chilling. And that that's what was so special about this night. It's not that I'm in love with you. It's that we were together. And that's that's why it's my number one song. Yeah, I mean that's oh, it's it makes me want to like I, this whole episode can't be about that episode, but it makes me want to go into more of like how that episode made me feel. We just got to revisit just, it at some point. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a, a, a mid-season break and just go back to that episode. <laughs> when we get deeper, episode. a musical episode. When we get deeper into uh, Princess Bubblegum and Marceline's relationship later on in the show, maybe we'll revisit this episode because this is the first real well what's going on there moment in my mind yeah absolutely absolutely well i wanted to in the terms of princess bubblegum development i did want to take a a slight moment to talk about that because it was she was almost less of a character in this season than i would have expected that she was kind of just there in some episodes and we we talked about her a lot less this season than we did through season episode like or seasons one and two. Good, but yeah, Michael says good. <laughs> yeah, cause, well, because we ended up saying the same things. Like we just don't trust her. We just are like tired of her. She's manipulative. But 
I did want to have a little moment because this is a big lead in to the rest of the show of taking the moments of season three and realizing that, you know, we had talked about her being a fascist, about being a, a god to her own people, that she created them. But this season has some very significant moments. And Russell, you pointed one out earlier that she's very flawed. And we we talked about that very heavily at the beginning of our our podcast, that she's a flawed goddess. And we see it with the mistake with Lemon Grab, like in how bad that was and how extreme that was, that we see it in an episode we have not even discussed in this uh, in this episode so far is is uh, Apple Thief, that there is a ne'er-do-well tavern where people are like peddling in black market stealing diamonds in the candy kingdom. And so she's she's losing control. And then I think it all wraps up in the episode Too Young, Russell, which was your favorite, where she expresses the fact that she does wish that she could be in that phase where she, she didn't have to have responsibilities and she didn't have to worry about things. And it kind of is a great setup to the rest of the show is that the candy kingdom is kind of taking this characteristic of its own and that the world is crumbling down around PB very slowly. Um, and we don't, we don't see it too much in this season, like at least in front of your face, but it's a good lead up to where I, I, I want to put that veil over your eyes before we get into some future episodes. Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited, I have, man. I have three favorite songs too. Oh, Michael. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought when you were talking about all your, we were talking about favorite songs, I figured that they were just those we, I three. only say that because we nailed two out of the three of mine. Three was mm. Finn's song in that episode. Okay. And then um, one was Buff Marcy's Baby. song. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> um, number two, though, it didn't get mentioned was Jake's beatbox during Finn's fight with the monster when he gets the red yeah. sword. The remixing that was, that was of sick. He just tape. did that in the moment. Like, that was awesome. Well, yeah, and Michael, we were just hanging out last week and you were like, I want to experiment in that world of like EDM and sampling, but I don't know. I don't know how to speak the language. And, you know, so I can yeah, see that I'm, that would like trigger your fancy of like the remixing of 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 little like Jake's dad's mixtape samples. Indie rock will always have a place in my heart, but I mean, I, I want to make some freaking just banger beats, man. Let's Let's Dude. get out here. You got to go Let's that uh, LCD sound system route, Michael. That's what I want to hear, man. Listen, as long as it has drills and fireworks in it, then we're going to be okay. <laughs> as <laughs> long as it has, time. it just samples every Transformer sound from Michael Bay's yeah. Transformers. <laughs> that was ahead of its time for several reasons. <laughs> who was who was y'all's lovely this season? Oh, you don't, I don't want to lead on this because I don't think you'll agree with me. So, I, so well, Michael, do you have a, do you have a season three lovely? The Snow Gollum. Mm, he okay. was a runner like up that. for me. Absolutely was, runner up. Just, that's my gut reaction to the question. When I looked over my notes, today, I was like, he's, he's my lovely. That was a great yeah. episode. Yeah. And I very upset. We, we don't get a Snow Gollum follow-up episode. Like I, re I really wish we had a, a thank you part two episode there are too many part twos that i want though i'm i don't know i'm okay with that being a one-off yeah that's true it's it, well yeah it, it kind of makes it live in infamy but 
it's definitely why he was a runner up like lovely for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's Russell, fair. what what's yours? My lovely of this season was Marceline. And mm. she got it for several reasons, mostly because of my favorite episode of the season. She's a bass playing songsmith with a real heart for her friends. I just love that she's there to hang out and she's just there to be a part of it all. And in doing so, we learned so much more about her. The child Marceline stuff this season was phenomenal. I, I, Marceline takes it from me. I, I understand that. She, she was, I had honorable mentions and she was my runner up. Like it was a toss up between my actual lovely and Marceline. So yeah, I think that's a good one. And we get, a, yeah. we, we weirdly get a lot of development with Marceline and a lot of, uh, I am surprised how much they hinted at her. I thought they waited a little bit longer after like rewatching the show until they, you know, said that she was a toddler right after the mushroom wars and that she's like surviving through it. And I'm like, Oh, actually they mentioned that like three times in this season that she like, went through some shit. Uh, my lovely this season is an underdog LSP. LSP gets what? it for me this season. Yeah. I hate to say it that she it maybe I, is in Russell's my top pick right now. She is in my top punchables. <laughs> I, but the fact that like going back through Why? it. And, what? So realizing that the creeps was in my top five <laughs> and then realizing okay. that like, Though, even though the monster was my least favorite episode, I don't think that they give her as many amazing one-liner moments as this season. And her one-liner moments, her like absolute to the core LSP moments are so golden this season. Like my I literally just the the whole thing that sticks out to me is I want some lumpin' waffles for my dump truck. And like <laughs> I blank my balls, my eyeballs. <laughs> She's not even Randy Butternubs or Professor Pants, dude. Come on. <laughs> not even Randy Butternubs. Not even Randy Butternubs was solid. <laughs> but that reminds me of uh yeah, I don't anyways. I don't even it, want to talk about it. It's LSD, more man. it's in and I would not have realized that if if you binge season three and in a day or two, you could be like, okay, my favorite one-liners came from LSP, like the whole season, easily. Right. So I think she, that's why she got my, she nailed my lovely. You're there for Marcy's the gonna, yeah, Marcy, Marcy, when, when uh, stakes comes around, I think Marcy, she, there's just so much more. It's kind of like, again, the, the knowledge of what's to come. I know that like, you know, episode tops, song tops, character tops, there's like I'm like oh they they haven't hit their shining moment yet so that's why I'm maybe holding out a little bit on on those okay. other characters I don't want too many gold stars yeah next to the same characters names that's fair yeah I'm sure there's going to be another season where Marceline is a total star but I just couldn't help it she's my lovely this season I guess oh I don't I know I don't blame you I don't blame you but do you have a, a tops for the season Ned I've got uh, an interesting tops because it's straight up the Fiona and cake episode. I mean, so I've got, I've got some tops in different categories. Cause I have tops of like deep moments. I have tops of like literally, I think my tops of the season comes of what I quote mostly or like sing mostly yeah. in the house. So my, my, my true tops favorite of season three is buff baby. 
I'm a buff yeah. baby that can dance like a man. I can shake him my <laughs> fanny. I can shake him my can. Yeah, it's that's solid. the best. That's the best. It's pretty but great. Tops moments of this season. It's got to be the Simon Petrikoff reveal. Like it, it literally takes you, and it, it's almost like one of those thriller movies that just like you're, oh, you're having fun, you're having fun. Boom! It's serious as shit, like out of the blue, and that kind of catches you off guard and then get, hits you right in the feels. So yeah, that's my serious tops of the season. I think my serious tops is the Fiona and Cake episode because it is such a risk. And it's kind of for all the reasons why y'all love the Snow Golem episode. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I felt like it was such a unique thing that they did. And it was so out of left field, you know, just so weird. It's Ice King's fan fiction, which adds that whole another layer to all of it. And we didn't even get to talk about it. And so I rewatched that one a few times and just was like, this is great. I really enjoy this episode. Yeah, it's it's a good one. And there's some there's actually some Fiona and Cake episodes that come that are not really great, but then they build the Fiona and Cake universe more, which is like appreciating. So Yeah. Mike, what's your tops this season? Kind of a couple of things. Weirdly in the Susan Strong episode, just the point at like the post apocalypse stuff. Like I just love that part of the show. Um, but, but, you know, that's to pick a, a, another different thing than Ice King's, you know, backstory. Yeah. 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 That's great. Do we have yeah, we add this episode or are we uh, running no, free I, today? I think we're free today. I think we had too much. <laughs> if we had tried to split up topics like this, it would have it would just gone like really yeah. long. That's going to be a long Unless you want to do an ad anyways. and do another hour, you know, we could do that. I was going to say, we're at an hour right now. Normally <laughs> that ad pops mark. in. Yeah. Um, well, I did want to, before we finally wrap up, like um, we obviously had some of our favorites, what influenced us the most over the season, but I wanted to, to point out some great ones. The episode still with the Ice King where he freezes them and Finn calls on the Astral Beast. Just phenomenal moment in this season, I think. Yeah. Worth a call out. Um, from bad to worse, uh, we didn't really talk about that, but it's kind of fun. It was that callback to the first episode of the show where it almost starts the out the exact same yeah. and they just do a whole different style episode off of it. Um, I wanted to point out Jake and Meemaw because that was a fan, a straight-up fan-influenced show where a fan drew a character and they wrote a whole episode off of it. Yeah. Plus dog liver times 51. I mean, come on. (laughs) Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, and we really talked about Jake's powers in that episode and that was huge. Um, I mean, also too young had my best line of the whole season. Only the heat from a whopping love hug can recatalyze the reagifying process. Which, come on. That was your best line of the season? That's like my favorite line. I don't know. It stuck out to me. Give, give yes. me a break. Come on. I thought I thought, I thought, thought it would have been BMO, what you just said at the beginning when BMO oh, was like Oh, the BMO sometimes. moment was good too. Yeah, the BMO moment was. It's and we've got too, too many good oh, moments. Too many good moments. When BMO st- stuck his hands down Finn's crack, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> that was my top. That was hysterical. <laughs> it was 1,000 years nice of death. Off, off <laughs> camera. <laughs> I love, oh yeah, well, what I really thought, <laughs> and, and Michael, you, you bring it up, is that I thought BMO had a, a more prevalent uh, role in this season. And I realized that they don't lean into BMO 
And Bimo becomes a very important character through the rest of the show. And they don't lean into Bimo a lot in this season at all. He's uh, got I, philosophical just mic drops, though. Yeah. Oh, philosophical mic drops, just fun moments. And that leads me into what we have to come in season four. Yeah. Because it's going to be so great. I, I looked through all the episodes. The crazy part is, as I'm looking through it, we season four is a lot of, you know, we said season three was so much world building and canon stuff. And what I realized is that season four is a lot of what we've already built and expanding on it. So it's not world building. It's definitely world expanding. So, so we that's go back kind to, of, I mean, that's kind of what I'm hoping for, to be honest yeah. with you. That's, that's what oh, I was, yeah. I, I was trying to think of the question you asked me last review, like, what are you excited for, for the next season? And I think my answer was I wanted to dive deeper into the characters that we already had. We have so many great characters Let's get to know them more. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I may have sent this to you, Ned, a little bit, but the soft and hard world, bu- soft and hard world building, um, that concept really spoke to me a little bit just with hard world building kind of being developing a full world like where the author is just giving you everything, all the rules, the, mm-hmm. the thoughts that govern it, like how um like the the history of the world the cultures the different languages the the example i always see is jr jrr yeah. I was gonna say, I, it sounds Lord like the rings it exactly. sounds like fellowship of the ring world building where it takes <clears throat> 120 pages before they leave yeah. the shire and then the other hand of that is the soft world building which it's left more open to the reader's interpretation and you focus more on storytelling and just the flexibility of the world and, and not really diving into the whys and just doing so another great example or a great example of that would be miyazaki's spirited away for those of you who love anime that's a fantastic film but you have all these spirits and they're in a bathhouse and you don't really know why they're there or what they're doing there we never learn much about the creatures at all or why they care that there's a little girl in the world other than what you can infer through the telling of the story i feel like right now with adventure time we've done a lot of soft world building and in my opinion it's been really great so far. Like, but I want to see the world grow more and have more of my questions answered, you know, like mm. around it's, it's been around a few characters, right. And they've introduced a ton of concepts, but no, like this is the way that the world is. And in the next season in season four, I just want to get a little bit more answers for the world that they've already built versus leaving so much open or so much like, here's a new concept. We're going to do this this episode. So I'm not sure if season four is going to give you a lot of answers per se, but it's going to build on a lot of existing things. So we have, we kick off with some more Flame Princess. We do have a new character, which only appears probably three times through the rest of the show um, in the episode five short Grables. I'm going to be very wondering what your opinion is on that episode. Yeah, because uh, it gets it gets deep in like season eight. We go back to the nightosphere. We get more of uh, tree trunks and Mister Pigs. Um, we which get I hear some... I'm not going to enjoy because I did love Mister Pigs in the episode Apple Thief, but yeah, it's he's it's it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a little bit more okay. sexual than. than oh no, that doesn't sound like it's going to be a fun one with tree trunks. Um, we get the Come return on. of Magic Man and. That comes into a big story with Glob. 
um, which is a big wow. one. Okay, yeah. love that. Holy cow. Um, so that's that's a really, really big one that like the next Magic Man episode, we get they, some more Marcy and Ice King background and we wrap up season four, the very end. What will keep you going is the Lich. The Lich oh, is coming finally. back. And the snail. Yes, the bring Lich it back. And the snail is answered on season four, episode 26. So I just want to give you a little bit of, little bit of carrot another season away another Ah. season away real quick i want to ask did they talk about glob more this season in a little bit more directly i feel like they did it's been mentioned certainly yeah like where is everybody worshiping glob worshiping glob they mentioned that this season and it wasn't just it wasn't just a play on oh my god it they they had right. one one mention of it this season. Well, I think Jake also mentions uh, when he dies in the the episode with oh, and Glob tallies my deeds. Yes, yeah, yeah. So there's been little mentions, and now in this season we learn, oh, this is like a god of this world. Yeah, that's true. It's. It, I'm glad you asked that, Michael, because I know you've seen the end of the show, and it's it is a big deal. Wait, not the whole show. Oh, you haven't made it. Oh, you haven't oh, done like no. I, I made it. I trickled into season four. We're about to get into, I mean, new territory for me too. So I need to get back on it. Yeah. No, maybe okay, I've seen so. maybe I've seen more, but it you know it kind of all blurs together when you yeah really it, it's, it's it. more of like a season. I I I keep saying season nine. I there's like two different ways the show is defined. Some people split one season into two, but the last season of the show, the whole like golb golb glob thing is very important. So it's going to be more fun. And, and also that plays a big part of Magic Man's story, which is really fun. And then that, the big Magic Man story also plays into Simon and Betty's story really big. And so it's just, it's just like, it's all been world building. Next season's world expanding. And season five is like, fuck you up. So Damn, it's fun. Love it. Dude, I'm excited about that. I, I really thought... I wouldn't enjoy season three as much as I did season two. But like I said, the first 10 or so episodes of the season, when I went back for my rewatched, I I was stunned. I was like, never mind. The whole time I was wrong. I think season three might be my favorite season so far. I, season one is yeah. really nostalgic in many ways because that there are six or seven episodes that I remember watching back in 2010. Mm-hmm. But none of them hit as hard as the season does it does it hits really hard and it, it it's the first season where i think they get the claws in like yeah if it wasn't a canon primetime cartoon network show like season three solidified it as that yeah that's really great man um well, well russell I love it. do you do you have any season three full season travelers logs for us yeah, so I actually I did a couple questions on Instagram. I figured we keep it kind of on topic. We're talking mostly about the episodes and the songs and just kind of see what some of our followers felt. And I'm going to botch every one of these usernames, minus one because it's very easy to say because it's not an actual person's name. <laughs> um, for songs, Cult of Egress said, and go follow them on Instagram. They're fantastic. Yeah, go follow, they do they're, a they're lot of backgrounds. Badass Instagram account. They're really yeah. cool. Pretty rad. Lots of like full background, like screensaver type stuff. Um, 
but he said, you already know on a tropical Island perfect Jake vibes. Um, DR dot F A R A J J said all gummed up inside, which wasn't in any of our top three. Well, no, Michael, you it said was, no, yours was, was uh, uh, the other one all warmed up inside, but they yeah. said all gummed up inside Finn's song and in, insidium because it sounds nice. And it's the most heartfelt song of the whole season, which I would say debatable, but I, I would understand. Say very I understand. Debatable. It, it could have made my top three, essentially trading out with Finn's song in the same yeah. episode as mm-hmm. yeah, but totally. it, it just, it was definitely a great moment of the season. May yeah. just, just miss the podium in some ways for us, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd say, I'd say it was, if we had a podium of three, it, it was just like the fourth, fifth divisive. Place one. Yeah. <laughs> that was a divisive one, but I wanted to include it. Uh, yeah. Cause underscore M. I'm just your problem. Catchy tune and full honesty from Marcy PB still holds such a grudge. Um, and another person on Instagram added to that, just saying that it, uh, it moves forward the Marcy and uh, princess Bubblegum stories. It's a uh, rain ale. N-E-E, Raynell Nee. I'm sorry, I'm going to botch all these. <laughs> Episode-wise, Fabian underscore Da underscore The Fool. Uh, number two, Wizard Battle because of the most shameful of all magic, the Power Shriek, which neither the three of us mentioned the Power Shriek Man. of Wizard Battle. It's, it's a it's a cool moment. I liked it a lot. It's a cool moment. I've, I've had some Power Shrieks maybe worse than that before. So. <laughs> okay. Mm. I, and uh, also, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't blame Finn for the power shriek, and I don't think it was shameful, honestly. Well, here's here's another divisive one. I think their favorite episode, Nick Palme, Apple Thief is one hundred percent my favorite. It builds up what? the Candy Kingdom and a lot of fun world building. Well, yeah, we did talk about how it, it introduced the fact that there were ne'er do wells, and Jake ran with a. Uh, gang of ne'er-do-wells back in the day and he didn't know that stealing was wrong so it does do some candy <laughs> but like that stuff happens naturally in later seasons so like it's it's cool to see now but it's way better to see when there's like i say the best in terms of like the depravity of some candy kingdom is maybe when we get to root beer guy and cherry cream soda we do see some more depravity of the candy kingdom yeah all right well, that's that's all I got for the Traveler's Log. Thank you, everybody who commented. There were plenty more, and I knew I wouldn't be able to get to everybody's, but I just wanted to pick a few of them um, just to share y'all's thoughts and and not make this episode two hours long. <laughs> yeah, we we, I mean, we can make it two hours. I, I enjoy talking to you both, so. I guess we so, could have. I'm, I'm sorry. I should we could get going. there pretty easily. <laughs> we could get there pretty easily. <laughs> we just stall, stall. Everyone stall. What's uh, what's another thing? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's a tangent? What, what's a tangent? What's a tangent? I don't know what tangents are. Well, I know, I know a tangent. Nick Palme also asked, is the lich literally the snail or is he just controlling him? Oh, let's not. Please, that feels like a can of worms. We shouldn't even approach. Yeah, we'll yet. get there. We'll get there at the end of season four. We'll have that. <laughs> okay. We'll we'll open reopen that can of worms at the end of season four. For all sure. right, all right. Well, let's move on. Like, I to was our just excited that I saw season, the snail huh? a couple times this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's harder to find. It's so much harder to find this season than it is in season one. Y'all catch I the agree. one when it, they were like recreating Christmas. He was right there by the fireplace. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely caught the one in the creeps. Um, 
I mean, literally, I think I only kept, caught it for about one third of the season. I'd catch the snail. I know Fiona and Cake, it was on the ceiling when she's kicking the little live gummy people up onto the ceiling. The snail was yeah, up there for some yeah. reason. I know that every day it's on my ankle. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually um, had on a Traveler's Log, someone mentioned that they wanted me to get a tattoo really bad. Yeah, um, they did. Because they sent Let's in. Do it. I, maybe we talked about it in an episode already, but. Russell, you're I coming to it. You're coming to Atlanta tomorrow. Just true. for a quick swing through on a, on a on a trip down to South Carolina or it's very Georgia, true. almost. If we could get tattoos tomorrow. It's not it's not impossible. What time? We, we could. What time? A, Michael, too a, real, too real. Bud. There's a gas. There is a gas station <laughs> that's walkable to my house that has a tattoo parlor that looks. I didn't really, know where that was going, yeah. but that was my first guess, and I don't know how I feel about yeah, that. In, you want to get some We're gas station get, tattoos? We can poke from a gas station. <laughs> Oh no. well. To Let's wrap lessons, things up, how man. we how lessons. we normally do is to get into the lessons. Michael, yeah. did you have any lessons from doing an entire half a year of your life listening to me and this this freaking this freaking jabroni over here recording us? Do you have any lessons for oh, us? Like big big picture, not just like this yeah, season. I've, big picture. I've got season. Oh. Well, I've got a one. I'm usually a three lesson guy. I've got one this season. Okay, so if if I were, I'll start smaller. This season for me was um, how to put this in the right way. Um, death is real and okay. Like that's a good one, yeah. That's, that's just gonna lesson. have to be what you come to terms with, or you're gonna have a pretty miserable, anxious life. You know, yeah. Um, Big, big picture is probably just loyalty. That's what this show's almost all about. And, you know, it's it's Jake the dog. And I think I've even probably talked about that in past episodes that I have been a part of. But there's something to how deep their friendship is. And by the trajectory of, you know, themes in this show, how strong these relationships are going to get in the in the long run is, is kind of cool to think about. So yeah, yeah probably the biggest line. picture. No, that's a, that's a good, I, I'm, I was trying to always like think about big picture lessons from seasons and they're very hard. They're very hard to pick out. Um, especially from all the episodes cause they, they just divert so much, but that's a big one is, is the loyalty. And, and I, I see that in this season a lot too. Well, what's um, your lesson? From, what's your big lesson, bud? Well, my, my littler lesson was kind of what we talked about at the beginning was always have a plan. I feel like Finn is a planner way more in this season. And I love that. Um, it's a little bit less gung ho. It's very much more thought through and I'm a big planner and yeah, when my plans don't work out, I've, I've worked on and, and become accustomed to, you know, being be like, I have a plan. It's, it's cool when it changes. And I work with the change, but like going into a situation with like a plan of action is great. And I do love seeing that with Finn this season. And then my uh, thousand foot lesson of the season is keep adventuring, man. Like we, this year has been wild for the three of us with moves, with uh, moving in with significant others, with buying houses, with setting up new studios, with getting new jobs with getting new promotions this year. 
hopefully we'll get through 2023 and season four and half season five with it being maybe less of an adventure because hopefully we'll kind of just like lock <laughs> our shit in and, and be a little bit more stable, the three of us. Ain't no but, chance. Um, Ain't no chance. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, I've I've learned a lot about Don't myself fear this death. year. <laughs> Don't fear death. <laughs> that should fear keep, Michael. Our, our name of our podcast is like is is never ending adventure. And like yeah. this year more than ever, I felt for sure that this was a like I'm almost 30 and like I'm still going through stuff every day that's new and adventurous. And I think that like, honest to God, this show has influenced my life in a way to where the the way I can ad lib uh, little goofy, stupid ass songs as much as I ad lib a very serious situation and kind of just go with the flow of it. This show is so influential on my character in terms of adventuring and just being like new thing, boom, like pull out demon blood sword, boom, new thing. Like life will always be that way. And if you don't keep adventuring, you're either going to get bored or you're going to get killed. So (laughs) that's my, that's my big lesson. I love that, man. I feel that like on to both of y'all's lessons that the existential vibes of this season and, and turning 29, I, did that this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Happy um, birthday, Rusty oh, yeah. boy! Happy birthday! Thank you. We we almost recorded on my birthday, and then we, we almost had to, did. we had to move it. But fine. so I've been, I've been in the twenty nine. Yeah, new they, girl. Oh my gosh, was that a Broad City reference? 29? No, 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 it's, it's a uh, new, girl. new girl. Oh, that's, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. It's Schmidt. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Similar shows. Twenty nine. Uh, but anyways, no, yeah, I've been, I've been feeling the existential stuff and, and just seeing parents and, and doing calculations that honestly just, it's just not healthy to do. Um, and, and feeling where I am in my career and where we're going and a lot of like what Ned just said, like the promotions and all that, which good things have led to extra stress with work and having to spend more time on that, less time on the podcast um, but as I'm settling into my new position and starting to know the ropes and like I've gone through that month and a half to two months of learning and stress and feeling like I don't know what I'm doing to finally being a little bit on the other side of that and being like, oh, I, I can do this. Like this is doable. I'm moving mm-hmm. forward. If I want to stay in this position at this company, which is a good vibe and also like, uh, you know, is this what I want to do? Well, we'll see, you know. But because of that, I'm excited to get back to doing promotion and working hard for content for our socials and where the community is together and they do talk on our our social media platforms and whatnot. But to wrap up my lesson for this season, just real fast, just one one quick little rant of don't let your brain dial turn up your fear or turn your fear don't let your brain dial turn your fear volume up hula dancers have all the answers being 18 is plop dumps and waggle zags and so is 29 assuming makes an lsp out of you and me starchy has plot armor and all deer are bipedal maniacs that will stop at nothing to get what they want Fear the deer. Those are all my favorite lessons from this season. <laughs> I want to unpack every one of those, but it would take another hour. I think I that's exactly how you end the episode. Holy I crap, think, that was awesome. I think we have to deer move on assholes. and just say thank you guys so much for listening. 
and being a part of this hour and a half of us talking about Adventure Time and getting into our lessons and almost getting too sincere for a minute there and uh, too deep, which I think, you know, probably some listeners really love when we do. So we're, that's yeah, we're good at that. We do it. Uh, but check us out on Instagram. We'll be back there. We'll be posting Never Ending Adventure podcast, TikTok at Never Ending Adventure cast, Twitter at NEA underscore uh, or NEA underscore podcast. Email us your thoughts, your opinions, Traveler's Log stuff. Love doing the Traveler's Log. It's one of my favorite mm, segments. It is one of my NEA favorites. NEA.travelerslog at gmail.com. And we we got to send out so many stickers recently, which was so great because of reviews. If you do a review, let us know and we'll send you a sticker. And I've been trying to continue Ned's uh, sending a little fun, sweet note in each one. And um, I try to make them as personal as I can. If you've interacted with the podcast in the past, I, I try to find that and and respond in, in a, a meaningful way. I don't, I don't want to just send a sticker and be like, oh, thank you for the review. Um, because like we said, we're traveling with you guys and, and we wouldn't be here without y'all in many ways. I'm sure me and Ed would still be talking, uh, but there'd be a lot yeah. more drinks and a lot less, uh, deep thought involved. Nah. Um, there'd be, there'd be, there'd be more drinks, more deep thought and less, less, uh, recording it on, uh, yeah. on paper. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much. Oh, another wonderful season. Can't wait for season four. It sounds like it's going to start with the banger. Um, yeah. And as yeah, I and say... Once, once oh, this one drops, we're going to do a week break. Let's do a yes. little... We're going to give everybody a little bit of time to settle into some Thanksgiving, settle into some Christmas. And we, Sorry we for might you do a UK special listeners. Episode. We'll see. We might yeah. do a little special. I don't know if you want to watch Pokemon... Or not Pokemon, aye, SpongeBob aye, tomorrow. Aye, aye. <laughs> and then record Whoa. immediately afterwards and just have a terrible <laughs> episode. <laughs> It'll be uh it'll be a good one. It'll be we'll it'll be on brand with how we talk. So yeah, we'll see if we do it or not. But uh but yeah, Michael, you, uh, well, you know our Michael, you know our sign offs. Do you got a sign off that you've been thinking about? Or any final thoughts, man? I mean, thank you for being on this episode. Ye haw. <laughs> Ye fucking haw. From DJ Cowboy <laughs> Hat. What else is more appropriate? I think that that's very appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't it. want to say anything else now. <laughs> no, yeehaw. I, I like it. That's, is that your sign-off? You got yeehaw. Uh, I guess I should say my sign-off. Well, we'll be back soon, and we'll be adventuring with you, and we love you, and party forever. Because my sign-off is I love you guys so very much with my whole depth of my little video art. I love you. Thank you.